gathering around this sacred space and place, but we can stand if you want to stand in the need of prayer. If you're standing, if you want to stand for yourself or stand for someone else, I talk often about intercession because there are those who are not able to pray for themselves, and maybe you can stand in the gap for somebody and, and just let them know that you're praying. Let God know that you're praying on behalf of someone. So it is prayer time. Uh, we have an extensive prayer list uh, those that I was, the, the most recent one I was given. Uh, we're still praying for our sister, uh, Ethel Burns, who uh, laid her husband to rest last week. We're keeping the Burns family in our prayers. Uh, Marguerite Jones, mother of Reginald Jones, and the entire Jones family, we're keeping them in prayer. Linda Hill, uh, the daughter of Deacon James Smith, we're keeping her in prayer, as well as our own Deacon Smith, Doris Robinson, Cousin of Beverly, we're keeping her in prayer. Georgia Rose Hall, Latima Nathan, Claudia Davis, Marlena Jackson, Billy and Fanny Daniels, Chester Coleman, Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, Minnie Peggs, Mary, Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Grace Lee, Mary Grant, Sarah Phillips and Mary Alexander. Also want to keep in mind uh, one of my co-workers, Ms. Francesca Peck, keep her as well uh, in prayer. Let us pray. Father God, we again want to say thank you. Lord God, but we come now not because we've been so good or not because we've been so great, God, but we know that in spite of our ways, you still continue to keep us. And for that, we said thank you. Lord God, we've lifted up these names to you on today, God, and for them, you know what they stand in need of, God, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, or even financial, God, you know what they stand in need of. 
So right now, God, we're asking that you would move as only you know how. Touch them, God, in those areas that need touch, God. Touch them in every aspect of their lives, God. If there's an issue at a job, God, if there's an issue with an illness, God, touch right now, Jesus. Do what you do, Lord, and we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, move throughout this service today. Touch the homes of those who are standing here even right now, God. There may be some who are left at home today, God. Touch even them now. And we'll give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. And every heart said amen, amen, amen. As we get ready for our sermonic selection, uh, I was mentioning earlier, we had mentioned our guest that were in the house today, and um, I knew one that was coming, but I was shocked. I was shocked, 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 shocked. Thank you, my aunt uh, Monique is here. I'd like to call her my my baby auntie, but that's my auntie. Uh, my grandmother is here. And uh, the rest of the crew, hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, who is that? Oh, wow, my cousin, Darlene. Hey, y'all. All right, so it's a whole bunch of folk here. All right. Woo. Real, real pressure. Real pressure. Amen. Amen. We are going to go into our sermonic selection, and um, then we will go ahead on with the service. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let everything that has breath praise His holy name. Is there any worshipers in the house? I mean, true worshipers, those who love God. Who in the midnight hour, when you're happy, when you're sad, no matter what, you have a praise on your heart. I want to sing this, not to you, but to God. Can y'all worship with me this morning?
Or you can just give God some glory right there. You can give him some glory right there. Or you can give, uh, he's been ready to use it a pity back place. You can give him some glory right there. Because the truth be told, he's to the truth. Some of us got a long time ago. My, my, my. To worship him. At the beginning of the service, I remember specifically saying, Words matter. I've been through. Maybe you've never been in the place where you felt like everybody did this to you and just hurt.
talk from the, the, the subject matter of exercise your faith. Okay. Exercise your faith. You want to make it a little more plainer? You know, work your faith. Do something with it. Do something with it. Do something with it. That scripture says it is impossible to please him. It is impossible to please him. All of us have one thing, one thing in common. And, and, and that, that, that one thing is that we all uh, are in pursuit or at some point we're in pursuit or are in pursuit of our dreams and our goals. And all of us, all of us should be after a purpose. No matter how old you are, you are still living and breathing for a purpose. Some people may refer to purpose as destiny. Destiny, destiny. This, this, this thing called destiny, we, we have it in our view and we understand it clearly what it takes to get there. And it takes an incredible amount of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith, faith, faith to believe that what looks impossible is actually possible. Even though it looks unreachable because we have faith, we continue to pursue it because we trust God. At the same time, at the same time, we have needs that we have not yet met. Many people in this church right now and friends of us, that friends of ours that we know are standing right now in the need of a healing. Some are standing in need of wanting to be understood. Some are looking for support. Some even need what we call a supernatural intervention. But what prevents a lot of us, church, from seeing these things when they happen as it relates to destiny is that because we cannot see it, it's hard for us to imagine it. This is where faith comes in. Often we are not aware what, how, things, how we should be aware of things, but because we have, haven't had these needs met in such a long time, so at some point we just decide to give up. You, say it, you see, it takes a, a big amount of faith to get to a point where you simply just trust God. All right. It takes a big amount of faith to get to a point where you simply trust God. You see, we have to have faith to believe that it's not only possible, but also that God can provide us the things that we need along the way. Now, church, what I've learned over my years is that anyone can tell you at that moment you begin to try and pursue things, uh, uh, that, that all you got to do is just have faith. Some in the church, we have a real bad habit of talking to folks and saying, well, the reason you're going through what you're going through is because you ain't got enough faith. I often find it interesting when folks who don't know what you're going through can tell you what kind of faith you have. Isn't it funny how folks who've made it to a certain level can look back at you and say, well, you know, if you had more faith, you'd be a little bit better off. That's not something that you tell a seasoned Christian, let alone somebody who is just now coming to Christ for the first time. These words have a tendency to discourage people when they decide to give their life to Christ because the first time something goes wrong and they panic because that's what humans do. We in our big selves with our big minds and our long years in history of sitting in the church, we turn around and say, well, you know, if you had more faith, you wouldn't be crying right now. I heard this saying a long time ago, if you don't have nothing nice to say. Okay. 
And sometimes we just say the wrong stuff at the wrong time. But let me, okay, all right, all right. Faith, 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 faith. Faith is, 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 is so simple, but we seem to complicate faith. As, as I did my research and was looking at the Greek word, the Greek word for faith is pronounced pistis. It's pronounced pistis, and it simply means belief. It simply means belief, and we, we, we throw it around so, so easily. We think that everybody should just have it. Well, well, people who don't read the word wouldn't have faith in the first place. How are you going to tell somebody they should have faith and they've never picked up a Bible to find out what faith even is? How you going to tell somebody they should have faith and they've never had a, a teacher or anyone describe or help them understand what faith is? We tell them, we tell them everything is going to be all right, but we forgot what Romans said. What it says, so then faith cometh by what? Romans 10, 17 says faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, the only way a person can have faith is if they are exposed to it. They have to sit under the word that produces faith. People will tell you, yeah, you got to have faith. You got to have faith, but God has the power. See, this message is moving beyond the lip service of telling people what they believe. Ebenezer, this time we move to the next level of, of what we believe and start teaching people what faith is really about. God has given us the ability. It is the ability to exercise our faith until what we are hoping for, God starts to manifest in our lives. Faith. Many will tell you, many will tell you, many will tell you this, uh, tell you that if it wasn't for their faith, they would have given up a long time ago. Do I have any faithful folk in the house? Is there anybody here who recognized that if it wasn't for the faith down on the inside that you, you would have given up a long time ago? See, see, faith sustains us. Faith keeps us. Faith, faith keeps us lifted. Faith will keep you from losing your mind. But church, you have to learn how to exercise this thing called faith. Do, do, do me a small favor. I ain't going to ask you this, but, but I know you got your mask on, so you're going to have to talk a little louder, just a little bit. But look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're going to have to exercise your faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, just, I just got three, three, three quick points, and then I'm out of the way. The first thing you got to do is you got to have the right perspective on faith. You got to have the right perspective on faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 simply says, now faith is the substance of things hopeful. The evidence of things not seen. Faith, this word faith is an action word. It is active. Faith simply is. Faith must be present and current. Can I pause for a moment? This church, we're we, we in 119 years now. This is 119th year. Can I help somebody? The faith that them folk had 119 years ago ain't the faith we should be living on today. Can I get some help from somebody anywhere? It, them folk that decided a long time ago to walk over here to this little Jewish synagogue and say, hey, we want this church, they had a different kind of faith. The problem is you can't use that faith to keep moving. You have to have your own faith experience. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. See, 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 our faith has to always be active and current. Keyword, active 
and courage. This means, watch this, you can't have faith in God to give you a job, but then not have faith enough to tithe when you get it. Amen, amen, quiet stand. You, you, we can't have faith in God, watch this, to get us into a school, get you accepted into a school, and not have faith enough in God to know that he can get it paid for at the same time. Well, what kind of faith is that? If faith is here, then it must also be there. We don't get to delineate and decide, well, I'm going to have faith over here, but I'm not going to have it over here. You either have it Deacon Taylor, bless you. He said, oh, you don't. In, in, in this text where it says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, watch this. Faith creates a sense of expectancy. It creates a sense of expectancy. This is what the word hope is all about. See, 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 watch this. We heard a word that brought about the hope in us, and it brought about the hope even for the things we cannot see. So we therefore live in expectation of what God said would be possible for us in our lives. We live in expectation. That's why you shouldn't come to church with your head down. You ought to walk in with expectation that God is going to do something on your behalf. Can I? Okay. If we're, if I'm laying in the hospital, I'm just talking, Lord, so don't, you know. If I'm laying in the hospital, I want the prayer to be, I expect you to live. Uh Let me see. You, right there. You, up there. If I'm laying in the hospital, don't have no folk around me saying, well, pray for me, Lord. He looked like he gone already, so ain't no sense of, I said what I said. He looked like he gone already, so let's just go ahead and call Wallace and make the arrangements. You ought to have some expectancy that even at the last minute that God could still move. In faith, we have to walk it like we believe it. Oh, God, help me. So, 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 so when it says the substance of things hoped for, the substance of faith is the word. It is the word. The word produced the hope. Watch this. By this we mean we, we, we wouldn't have believed it if the word of God hadn't said it. Can I, can, can I, can I just say it like this? <laughs> you lie, we lie, God don't. Yeah, I encompass everybody in there. I know, you know, some of y'all been saved, say you don't, you know, but... You in church. You in church. You tell the truth. You can't tell the truth no way else other than yes. When it says the substance, the substance, it's the evidence, the evidence of things not seen. Watch this. Since we hope for it, and because we don't see it in the natural, it doesn't mean that it does not already exist in the supernatural. 
I wish I had some help in here. Now watch this. If you ask God for something and you believe it in faith, rather than sitting around saying, well, I still don't see it, I still don't see it, I still don't see it. How about you get up off your blessed ass assurance and start acting like and preparing for what you ask for to show up in this place? I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm trying. See, we, we don't walk around with our head down because I know what God promised me. Watch this. I just got a new an idea, an idea, idea, idea. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Uh, y'all know I like I like making T-shirts. I like making T-shirts. And, and and watch this. Here's one for here's a new T-shirt for you right here. You ready for this? If you believe what He told you in the light, trust me, it will work in the dark. That's the T-shirt right there. If you believe what He told you in the light, trust me, it will work in the dark. Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews 11, two and three says. Uh, for by for by it the elders obtained a good report uh, through faith. Watch this now. Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made, watch this now, of things which do appear. Everything that began did so through the word. If you don't believe me, go back to the book of Genesis. You will see that God employed the word. If you go all the way back to the book of Genesis, you will see that God employed the word. God gave the word a job. God said it was the word's responsibility to create it while the Holy Spirit brought it into existence. This is why, this is why, this is why, as much, I know you have folk who they believe in God, they're not quite sure. Then you got these folk called atheists that they claim they don't believe in God, but if they stub, they told they holler, oh Lord. Watch this. The Bible never makes an attempt to prove the existence of God. I'll say that again for my Bible readers, my, my scholars in the room. The Bible never makes an attempt it never makes an attempt to, to, to prove the existence of God. Watch this. It simply declares it because the writers of the Bible accepted his existence as a settled fact. As a matter of fact, church, I know we have our digital Bibles. We have our, uh, our paper Bibles. We have all these different Bibles. But in every one that you turn to, in every reference, in every version, it starts just like this. In the beginning, God. Uh, let me help. The King James, I know it's Baptist church, so we got to start there. The King James says, in the beginning, God. That's what it says. The Message Bible says, in the beginning, God. The NIV says, in the beginning, God. The NASB says, in the beginning, God. The NRSB says, in the beginning, God. The New American Translation says, in the beginning, God. Ain't nobody got to try to prove what already is. Belief in God is the existence, watch this, belief in the existence of God is the absolute foundation of everything we do. That's why Hebrews 11 and 6 tells us, he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Watch this. Belief, belief, belief is the existence of 
that a belief of God, belief in God, rather, is, is, is in, in the existence of God, is the prerequisite for any believer. You can't talk about, I want to go to a church, and I want to join a church, but not believe in God. You can't say, I want to be a member of a choir and sing these songs, but then not believe in God. You can't say, I want to be on the praise team, but you have no faith in God. You can't say, I want to be a deacon, but as soon as the first thing happens, you lose all your faith in God. Belief in him first has to happen. If a person rejects the fact, if a person rejects the fact that God exists, then they've already lost. If you reject the fact that God exists, you've already lost. Nothing can be received or known of God unless one first believes in his existence. Faith is the only connecting link, watch this, between the creator and the creature. God said, God said it like this in Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the evidence. Now faith, now faith. Now watch this, watch this. Faith is the proof uh-huh, of the reality of things not seen. It's real plain. It's real plain. God is a spirit. Come on, now y'all know it. God's a spirit. And being invisible to the human eye is normal. But it's through faith that we can actually see him in the spirit. That's okay. Romans, Romans. Romans 1 and 20 says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So despite the fact what the fool said in Psalms, the fool has said in his heart that there is no God, we have too much on record that tells us that there is a God. That there is a God who created this world. There is a God who is the architect of everything. There is a God who is the author and finisher of our things. Every, every element, that every element indicates to us that we were created for a purpose. Everything that exists, everything that exists in this place exists in harmony because that's the way that God created it. And even though we, the Bible tells us that we were God's crowning glory, that man, we, God, we were man's, God's crowning glory, because the Bible says, what does it say? It says, it says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is this? Who are these things, these things that you make? Why do you care about it? God says, because I blew my breath. I put myself in just a little bit more. One, one of the main reasons that God created us was to have someone to share in the function of ruling. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, you see, he not only purposed that man uh, 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 rule and subdue the earth by reproducing, but he also wanted to make sure that his nature and character were down on the inside of us. God wanted us to look like him. God wanted, God the Father wanted us, his children, to have his image. He wanted them to bear his image, the image and his likeness. Genesis 1 and 26 talks about image. Let us make man in our image. In Hebrews, in Hebrews 1, Jesus, Jesus does this. Jesus, it, says, it says the expressed image of his father's person. 
the express image, not the physical appearance, not the physical appearance. It's the spiritual appearance. That's why he put his life in all of us, and which means we ought to have not only his image, but his character. I'm going to ask a question, and now you, you, know, you ain't got to raise your hand, but as a church, and I'm talking about the church universal, has the church been showing the character of God? You can hear crickets in the room. Has the church been showing the image of God? Mm. The image. Are we helping people? Are we witnessing to people? Are we discipling people? Watch this. Are we making an attempt to elevate people? Or are we trying to keep people in our little comfortable God box that we've created? Let me ask a question. I'll say this again, and, and, and I don't mean no harm. I believe all of the craziness that's going on in our streets right now are a direct result of the lack of the church doing anything outside of the four walls. I, 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 I believe that if we as a church, when I say we, I don't just mean Ebenezer. I mean we as a church universal. If we got up off these pews and went outside and actually challenged the people and actually told the people who God was, that all of this violence would start to stop. But see, we can't get out of each other's way because I can't worship with you because you Pentecostal. I can't worship with you because you apostolic. I, I can't worship with you because you AME. I can't go with you because you holy. I can't go with you. Watch this. I'm Baptist. You Southern Baptist. We can't even talk. We got more divisions in the church than they do in the world. Okay. It's about the character. The character of God. So watch this. Not only does God purpose us to be something, the character, the character, but he also gave us the, 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 this thing called faith to put it in function. He wants us to function in faith. He wanted his children to be involved, watch this, in the family business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God wants his children to be involved in the family business. God wanted man to share in his dominion, to do this. God told man, watch this. He said, subdue. Subdue, which means conquer the enemy. And at the time, at the time in Genesis, when he used those words, the only enemy that was around was Satan. And the first time we ran into him, we lost and came under bondage. Now, only through Christ, who conquered everything, can we go back and take our dominion. Can we go back and subdue the enemy? Let me make it plain. The reason all this hell is going on in the street is because while we cower inside these walls, they're doing whatever they want to do. But the word of God says we have the power to subdue the enemy. Okay. If God said in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And it says, so God created man in his own image and in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. If God said, let them have dominion, then church, here's the question. Why aren't we exercising our faith? 
God created man to be his kingdom agent. He created us to go out and take the world aggressively. Oh, God, help me. It's time, it's time, church, that we get up off our butts. Thank you. Yeah, I am. Thank you for reminding me. She said, you in church. Okay. The second, the second thing, the second thing, the second thing. I want to talk about second point, second point real quick. Uh, is, is we talked about uh, uh, having, having, having faith and, 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 and knowing when to talk and, and when not to talk. But can I, can I say this? Uh, uh, the Bible tells us to speak those things. Yes. Speak those things, as, as, uh, even though they're not, but to speak those things. Watch this. Watch this. Even if, you, if we don't see anything opening up right now, we still need to use our mouth and speak those things as though they work. Here is the problem. Some of us sit back and we keep our mouth closed a little bit too much. I've been, I'm, now, now, for about six weeks, we did some Bible study on praise and worship. And, 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 and some felt like, you know, well, that, that, that's not how I praise and I shouldn't be judged for how I pray. And that's okay. When we sit back and keep our mouths closed, that's one thing. Here is the other side of that. When we ought to be quiet, we don't. I can't get that. I can't get no help now. Hell yeah. Let me talk to the floor. When we ought to be quiet, we don't. When, when, we, ought to, when we ought to talk, we be quiet. See, because we have faith, you have to learn to create stuff in the spirit. Watch this. If I just start praising God where I am. Despite my circumstances, despite my situation, God releases these things in the supernatural. Faith is active. It can't be over here and not over there. If you doubt God, you insult God. Second point, second point, real quick, real quick. We have to be ready. Second point. We have to be ready to prove our faith. Uh oh, we have to be ready to prove our faith. You 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 know the story of 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 of, of Abraham and and Isaac and and and, and the God 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 that made Abraham a promise. He said, uh, "I'll make your name great." And he says, your seed will be great. And, and I'm going to give you a son, even though circumstances and situations look like you'll never have one because you old and your wife is older. In layman's terms, ain't nothing coming up out of there. It is as dry as a Sahara desert. Pray for me. But even with the promise, even with the promise, God made the promise. You know the story. So, so, so I, I'm going to skip the part about Haggai and the side piece. We're going to skip the side piece. We're going we gonna, we gonna to skip that part. That's a different sermon. That's a different sermon. But Isaac came along, right? Because Isaac was the promise. Isaac was the promise. And now, look, time goes past, and Abraham, God tells Abraham, Abraham, take thine only son Isaac to a place that I will show you and offer him up. We talk about Abraham all the time as, 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 as the, the, uh, uh, the, because he was obedient and everything. Here is the deal. You've got to have faith to trust God in that situation. Listen to the words that Abraham said to the people. He said, me and the lad are going to worship. And then, watch this key word that we never talk about. And then 
going to come back to you. That's in the book, right? He said, we're going to worship, and then we are coming back. Now, this is the same Abraham that God had told him, I'm going to take your son up there and, 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 and sacrifice him. Okay, 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 okay. It, it, it says, uh, Hebrews 11, 4 and 5 says this, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaking. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Enoch lived and pleased God and was translated, or in other words, called up. In other words, Enoch never experienced death. In the word, in the word, we see that the people, the people had trials and trusted God through their faith. Faith was used to establish a testimony. Faith allows us to be an example of the witness of God. Your faith, watch this. Your faith is only as strong as the test you survive. You can have that one for free. Your faith is only as strong as the test you survive. See, see, when you go through something, God knows that you're in pursuit of something, and, and you're in pursuit of something, and because of that, sometimes you have some challenges, and because the devil or the enemy is trying to block you, it takes faith to get you to your destiny. You, 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 you remember Peter, don't you? Peter. Peter is known as the defender of the first century church. Uh, according to the Catholic religion, Peter became the first pope. Let me, let me be clear. That's according to the Catholic religion. Now, there is no biblical evidence. As y'all know, I'm not going to tell you nothing that ain't in the book. There's no biblical evidence that he became the first pope. But I, I wanted to use that reference point for a reason. Because, because this is the same Peter that denied Christ three times. The same Peter who messed up, the same Peter who was so up, the same Peter who denied Christ, he is listed as the, 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 the highest level of a certain demographic. He is also that disciple who was, for lack of better words, he had a big mouth when it came to Jesus. The deacons will tell you that uh, Peter was the cussing deacon. He was the cussing member of the apostles. Early on, early on, watch this, early on, early on, Jesus, Jesus knew what was coming for Peter. That's why in Luke 22 and 31, he says this, he says, in the, uh, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to do what? Sift you like wheat. And watch this, Jesus, what Jesus said was, the devil wants to use you. And then in Luke 22 and 32, he says, but I have prayed for you. Ah. Mm. But I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brothers. Jesus said he prayed for Peter. Jesus prayed that Peter's faith would not fail, and we must know that faith is essential. God, oh, okay, all right. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Here we go. Here we go. You can get this too. God wants you to outlive what's trying to outlive you. Uh, please get that. God wants to thank you. God wants you to outlive what's trying to outlive you. See, your, your, your testimony, your testimony ought to be that you 
Bible says it is impossible. Watch this, watch this. It's impossible to have faith without being faithful. People, people, watch this. People who supervise people, you can tell when your coworkers have lost faith or interest in their job. You can tell, you can tell, you can tell because their work lacks off. You can tell. All of a sudden, the stuff that they used to do and make sure it was all set up, now you come in, you got to do everything. I can't get no help from somebody way back there in the back. Praise the Lord, Dr. Tolliver. Bless you. But you can tell because see, in their minds, they've already made a shift. They've already decided that, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. Let me just, now, now I'm just going to go through the motions. They're already looking for something else. But see, when you hang in there, we're saying that God can, can still count on me to be where he sent me. Let me help you. Our presence is an indicator. Yeah, come on now. Our presence is an indicator that we are still faithful to what God says. I'm about to sit down with the third point. The third point says, we must rejoice in the promise of faith. We must rejoice in the promise of faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 says it. I'll read again. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Then at the very end, it says uh, that, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Church, we don't have faith for nothing. Uh huh. We have faith to apply it to something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to give it an assignment. Only then will God have the ability and the faith to work within us. We have to watch this. We have to create a situation for our faith to be applied. I ain't gonna get no help. God doesn't heal you for nothing. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't heal you for nothing. Yeah, God doesn't heal you. Watch this. If, if something didn't exist, then what would have been the purpose of him healing you? We would never develop our faith if we didn't have some tests in order to use it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Watch this. We can't have more faith. Watch this. We can't walk around and have, have more doubt than we do faith. Okay, all right, all right. You got to have enough faith. Watch this. They talk about, the Bible talks about the, uh, the faith of a mustard seed. But let me, can, can we talk? You've been in church how many years? And you still talking about mustard seed faith? Huh? I just had a question. You've been in church how many years? And you still talking about mustard seed faith? I, I, I don't mean no harm, but, you know, I, I guess I could have went to the store and got one. But a mustard seed is our Yankee. So you telling me you've been in church in 20, 30, 40. I know I'm at Ebenezer. Let me keep counting. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, Deacon Smith, 100, 100 years old. And you still just walking around talking about mustard seed faith. You gotta learn how to trust God even when it's difficult. Uh-huh. You gotta learn how to hold on to your faith regardless of what comes in your life. Without faith, the Bible says, it is impossible to please him. See, church, the moment we stop having faith, 
We doubt the very existence of God. As long as God is, our faith is. The moment we start wavering or the moment there is fear, there is an absence of the revelation of God. You see, when we know where God is, we know where our faith is. Uh-huh. If, if, watch this. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. If you need a healing, the Bible says there's still a bomb in Gilead. Okay, all right. All right. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Oh. If you need a breakthrough, uh-huh, the Bible says, the Bible says that God is still a deliverer. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. If, 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 if you start on a little something, my Bible says that they call him Jehovah Jireh because he is a provider. I wish I had some help there. The Bible says God is a rewarder of those who, who diligently seek him. Those who won't let the situation devour them. Those who will keep their eyes on the prize. Those are the ones that will receive the promises of God. You have to trust God without having a plan B. Uh-oh. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I might get myself in trouble. You go, Jesus. You got to trust God without having a plan B. Wait, wait, let me, let me wait, 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 because it's, you got, oh God, help me. You got to trust God, because see, if God sent you to do it, then you don't need a plan B. Oh God, I want to say something, but I'm, my, oh God. See, if you where God was, if you where you supposed to be, oh help me, Holy Ghost. Watch the map, If you where you supposed to be, and who you supposed to be with, you don't need a plan B. I'm sorry, pray for me, sir. There's no need for a plan B situation. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Faith, faith, glory to God. Faith is not believing he can. Watch this. Faith is not believing that he can because God can, watch this, whether you believe it or not. Faith is not believing that he will because that's hope. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Faith is believing that it's already done. Faith says, watch this, that the moment I was privy to a word of God, that, that, that even though I didn't see it, that it was already settled in the spirit realm. Watch this. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to get through this. If you need $1,500, $1,500, and 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 Bernard said, "I'm gonna give you the fifteen hundred dollars." Now 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 now, you you uh huh uh huh, you 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 take the check now, now now mind you, you don't get excited though until the check clears. <laughs> You ain't got no dealings like that. You don't know what that situation is. Okay, all right. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. But see, faith is rooted, come on now, in the credibility of the one who gives it. Oh, God, watch this. See, when, when, now, 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 when somebody else you know who got loan money say, I've got the 1500 for you, you celebrate with immediately. Why? Because you know that 
the last time. Why would you think I wouldn't hold you this time? Where is your faith? Where is your faith? If I could hold you then, I can hold you now. If I did it before, I'll do it again. If I did it If you trusted me then, trust me now. Watch this. Even when I brought you out of the hell that you keep going back. If I, watch this. Oh God, help me, help me, help me. If I carried your weight the last time, and even though you came back, help me, Jesus, a little bit heavier. Because you're carrying most stuff. You don't think that after I carry that old rugged cross down dog on the hill, that I can't lift up your little mess. If I carry that, I can carry you. If I brought him out, I can bring you out. If he can use me. If he can use me, he can use anybody. I've been carrying you this whole time. Now I'm asking you to just exercise your faith and trust me one more time. I've been carrying you all this time. I told you in my word that I would never leave you nor forsake you. If everybody turned their back on you, I'd never leave you nor forsake you. If they cut you out and dog your name out, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. If they talk about your name, if they cover you every name in the book, if they look you in your face and tell you you ain't never been nothing, you'll never be nothing, and you ain't nothing, you can still trust me. Exercise your faith. Exercise your faith. Our faith. I'm sorry. I'm I told my auntie we'd be out of here by 12.15. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if, if he, if he, uh, we got to have the same kind of faith that Daniel did in the, in the lion's den, the same kind of faith. 
the same kind of faith. Douglas Miller wrote this song. I wouldn't dare try to sing because that ain't my ministry. But he says in the song that if the winds don't, if the storms keep on raging in my in my life, and if the the storms don't see all the the, the part that gets me says, but my soul is anchored. This I'm gonna get in trouble for this. My my grandma was back used to used to sing this song that simply said, My hope is built on nothing less. I me and Monique used to be talking, but I was still listening. And then Jesus blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy lead. Oh, Jesus, and then when they got good to it, she leaned back and said, Oh, Christ, the solid rock I stand on. Oh, all the ground is sinking sand. Hey, I'm, 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 we do have a need, so we, it's time to go. Come on. Y'all sing something, play something, play. Play that song. My soul is anchored. Yeah, just come on, Stanley. Just give me a, get the door of the church is open. The door. Of the church is open. If you don't have a church home, if you aren't connected to a local assembly, we would love to have you here. Watch this. I just want to make sure your soul is right. It's not about you being a member of Ebenezer. We can worry about membership later. I'm more concerned about relationship than I am membership. So come on, if it, the door of the church is open, you can come now. Christian experience candidate baptism by letter. Come on, y'all, sing a little bit of this. And sometimes it's hard to tell the time Still the hope that I will reassure And I can find out